0: Welcome in to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on all of them. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app for free. Search for Nothing But Net. And we're there every single day at 7 p.m. Also, check out 5 sports.com That's where the latest... From Brady Hawk and all the others, Chris Chase in our network, they write there, it is free. And our YouTube channel, the 5 Reasons Sports YouTube channel, going to get over 11,000 subscribers this week. And we got a bunch of new shows, including 5 Reasons to Bet. That's right, 5 Reasons to Bet with Jim Rodriguez. We just debuted that one today, so make sure that you check that out on the YouTube channel. Also, we're debuting a brand new sponsor and we're really excited about this. Like we consider ourselves to be a South Florida brand, a Miami brand, and we've been looking for the kind of sponsors that represent us and also places where we may happen to eat. And this is one of those places. They actually brought us some lunch the other day. They're great gyros and everything else that they had there, the wings, the cookies for sure. You can't always guarantee a win, but you know that Miami grill, that's right. Miami grill is now a sponsor of the five reasons sports network and is always a winning choice. If you love Miami, you love Miami Grill locations all over South Florida, check mymiamigrill.com to find yours. They've got fresh, delicious choices. Try that platter of wings, just how you like them. Crispy, grilled, naked, or boneless with three new sauces to choose from. The best cheesesteaks, the best wings, gyros, burgers, and more if you're craving it, Miami Grill is making it. Dine-in, drive-through, and delivery. I live in Lauderdale. There's one right there on Oakland. There's another on commercial. They're all over the place. But just check it out. Go to the website, like we said, or download the free app to order online. So Miami Girl is going to be with us here for a long time. They're sponsoring our post-game show as well, and we are happy to have them. Support the sponsors that support us. And now, tonight's episode.
1: One two three four five on the floor.
2: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. We got the full crew again tonight. Greg Sylvander, follow me, Greg Sylvander. We got Tropical Blanket. You know him as Alex Toledo at the end of the day. And all of us are going to be on floors yours tomorrow night, Wednesday night, on the YouTube channel. Now, before we get to the planned episode today. Uh, we are going to talk about grades. We're going to grade the Heat for the first half of the season. They're individual players, the key players, not everybody, but the key players, uh, the guys who played a lot of minutes. In terms of how they've played, we're going to give them a grade, but also an expectations grade, so how they grade against expectations. Before we do, though, I haven't said anything about this on Twitter. Um, I want to say something here now, and then we're going to wait for this situation to play out. We had a discussion before the show and decided that this is the way that we're going to handle this. Uh, Myers Leonard, member of the Miami Heat, um, someone who we should acknowledge has been very good to the Five Reasons Sports Network, um, has been very accessible uh, with, with people on Twitter, with people uh, on his streams, um, did a really nice deed for, for somebody else who was in our network, and we're fond of Myers generally. But Myers today um, made a pretty huge mistake. Uh, there was a, a video that was out on Twitter. He was basically uh, playing uh, essentially a, a, a game, you know, one of the games on Twitch and he used a racial slur, ethnic slur, I should say, use an ethnic slur um, that was then put out on Twitter an 11 second clip. And I can tell you right now that the heat and others have reported this, the heat are looking into it. Um, obviously they're going to be having conversations with Myers and others. I don't know about the NBA's involvement at this point. I know that people on Twitter were asking me, to say something, um, you know, I guess from the five reasons account or my personal account and people probably know I'm Jewish. um, Maybe that's one of the reasons they were they were looking for that. I mean, all I want to say is this. um, Obviously, that particular word that he used is it's a hateful word. There's no other way around it. Um, It's a word that I learned pretty early in life. um, And so there's really no excusing using that word under any circumstances. That's pretty much all I want to say on it. Um, You know, I think. Good people make mistakes, Um, you know, (laughs) to a certain degree, I sort of I feel like I live that experience. But, you know, again, beyond that, uh, I'm not going to condone the use of that word. And that's that's basically what I have to say for now, how the heat decides to handle it. Again, we may have commentary about how the heat decides to handle it. I don't want to discuss it from a transactional perspective today, and I don't think that's something that we'll be doing anytime soon. So that's basically what I've got to say. And then let's move on. Um, The other news today is that the Basketball Hall of Fame announced that Chris Bosh and Tim Hardaway are both finalists. Now, this is not that significant for Bosh because he was a finalist last year and probably should have gotten in. But again, it was one of the most top heavy classes in history with Kobe Bryant, his date being moved up because of his untimely death. And then obviously Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. And so Bosh got squeezed out. We anticipated that. To a certain degree although in most cases he would have been a first ballot hall of famer tim hardaway is another conversation though tim has been a finalist many many times Uh, he's gotten frustrated by the process i do think that it's been held against him a comment that he made i guess almost 15 years ago at this point and you know tim has done a lot of work to not not just apologize for that comment this is an interesting day to be discussing this not just apologize for that comment but he's done the work in the community since then Um, I believe Tim Hardaway is a hall of famer. I think everybody here on this podcast believes that Tim Hardaway is a hall of famer. We'll see what happens. Um, But we're going to, what we're going to do on floors yours tomorrow is we're going to discuss some of our favorite Bosch and Hardaway moments. So join us for floors yours tomorrow, but going to turn it over to you guys here now. Grades Um, again, how they've played first half of the season and then relative to expectations. So I'm going to start with a guy. Everybody would start with Jimmy Butler, your grade, Greg.
3: It's funny because um, there, you said we're going to go like two grades. We, we should have a third grade for Jimmy, and that's an attendance record because that obviously is uh, is the only negative. Other than that, I'm going A-plus with everything I've seen from Jimmy from a on-court perspective in the 22 games he's played. I don't think that there's a single hole I am willing to poke, um, so we're going A-plus here for me, Um, not only from a playing perspective perspective but also to my expectations um it hasn't translated to victories yet but i think a lot of that has to do with the availability and that's going to take care of itself long term alex
2: i really find it hard to disagree and i guess if we're giving out like if we had to nitpick and just not give the same uh, i mean uh grades as greg i'm just gonna say a for both ways just because like that my expectations were that jimmy will kind of have something of a similar season that he had last year where he was just kind of pacing himself along the way wasn't doing too much but obviously the circumstances are what the, you know were what they were and that led to jimmy having to do more and ex- exert more energy throughout games because they, they just weren't winning as much as they were last year and as a result like he's really stepped it up and so i i feel really really good about him and a both ways Yeah,
0: I'm going to go a both ways. Also, I'm not going to hold availability against him. I mean, he had COVID. (laughs) It's, it's difficult to do that. I I think he's done pretty much everything. I think to give out an a plus though. I mean, a guy has to, I'm not saying play every game because again, I'm saying availability is not a question. But he has to be so dominant. I, I think Jimmy's been great. He's been tremendous. But there have been some off nights in there. Uh, it took him a little bit of time to get into the season. If you remember, he struggled a little bit. Now, some of that, then he hurt the ankle. So that played into it. That's really the only demerit, I would say, You know, pretty much since he returned from the COVID situation. And particularly in light of expectations after returning from the COVID situation where you didn't know how he was going to come back from it. I don't see how you could give him anything less than an a all right let's get to the next one here and this one's going to be a little bit more challenging i think for all of us uh it's bam Adebayo. greg grade him grade him against expectations
3: well i I just think from a playing perspective he is um he's been better in every area of the game he's been given more responsibility and more shot attempts and his field goal percentage has gone nothing but up the free throw percentage is up so i'm going with an a minus um on the court and with a um you know truthfully an a against my expectations as well i mean there's obviously some stuff that we want to see him do uh better from a closing perspective and taking over games but i'm not going to nitpick a a kid who's um been unbelievable um and you know has had such a good start so i'm going a
2: alex honestly uh for bam it's really it's really hit or miss with him like it's He's still a really, really great player. And I think my expectations were in a place where I think I knew he was going to take a leap. I didn't know it was going to come this way with the free throw percentage. So versus my expectations, I'm going to be I think I'm going to say a minus with that because like he has gone better. He's gotten better in pretty much every category of the game. He's taken a leap, even though like he hasn't had his core available to him for most of the time. Like he didn't have his co-star available to him for most of the time and for on the court. I'm gonna say, a. I think he has been that good of a player. He's giving you the value of a top 20 player with or without Jimmy. I still want to see him get better at getting to the line. I still want him to become more aggressive and taking, getting his own shot. I think it's gonna be a slower process for him than other guys.
0: All right, I am gonna give him an A minus for his play. I don't think there's any way you can grade him less than that based on the numbers all going up from last year in all the key categories you mentioned, the free throw shooting. But everything else that he does, the passing, the rebounding, and even to a degree, the scoring. But I'm going to grade him with a B plus against expectations. And perhaps that's unfair because we've labeled him no ceiling. I would have given him an A minus or better if at least two of the games without Jimmy Butler, he took over. And it just didn't happen. And I feel like I'm not grading him because of the contract. He's not on the max contract yet. I'm just grading him based on what they needed from him on those nights, and he's acknowledged he didn't give them enough. So I'm going to say A-minus as a player, B-plus against expectations. Alex, you start Goran Dragic.
2: The Goran thing is another one that's it's unfortunate because he hasn't had a lot of time to really uh, get enough of a sample size to prove himself. But, uh, he was their third-best player in the bubble. He stepped up his game a lot, and I think that kind of upped the expectations for me a little bit. But even when he has played, I think he's been a really good player. He still has to show a lot more. And, you know, he's come back from an injury. There was a really short turnaround. He's an older player. So I'm sure he isn't 100% uh, going out, going all out, like during the regular season. So on the court, I'm going to have to give him a B-plus and for expectations also B-plus.
3: Greg? Uh, Yeah, this is probably a B in both spots just because – Goren has been good when he's on the court, but hasn't been on the court enough. Um, and then also, you know, there's just this part of it from an expectations perspective that I didn't expect him to be contributing the way that he has so early um, in the games that he has played. So you know, he gets B's for me at this time. But, you know, for I will say this, for uh, the amount of money that he's making, we're going to need to have um, A pluses as the season closes. Yeah, I'm going to go B and B
0: also. Originally, I was going to go B minus on expectations, um, but then I sort of thought back to the idea that we didn't really even expect him to be ready for the start of the season after what happened in the finals. So I think you've got to give him a B. I do think it's disappointing that he got hurt again because I do think that was one of the knocks when you gave him the 18 million was could he hold up? But it is about the playoffs with him. Uh, There's been more of a burden on him perhaps than there should have been anyway. I'm going to go B and B. All right, we're going to get to the three young guys. Here in a second. But before we do, we're going to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, another of our local sponsors here, and that's Chase Signs and Graphics. Chase Signs and Graphics, they serve Broward County all the way from Deerfield down to the Pines, Hollywood area. So they take care of you anywhere that you are in Broward County. Successful businesses and organizations require quality signs and graphics for a professional look and to entice customers. That's why people turn to Chase Signs and Graphics. Again, 15 years of experience designing, building, and installing signs. Chase Signs and Graphics is an end-to-end solution for your signage needs, providing everything from graphic design to production to installation. They offer a variety of custom products, including building signs, banners, vehicle graphics, lobby signs, Indoor signs, monument signs, and more. And their friendly staff can schedule a site visit and have an estimate ready within 48 hours. I can speak to the work that they do. We're going to be doing some work with them as well. Guy who runs it, Chris Chase, is a great guy. Um, some of you uh, worked with him at Safe Cubbies as well and uh, had a really good experience there. So check it out. Chase Signs and Graphics. If you need professional signage, call 954-257-1828. That's 954 954-257- 257 1828 or signs Broward on Twitter. All right, let's get to the three, I guess, young guys. Although two of these guys aren't really that young, but part of the the heat's young core Uh, Tyler hero. I will allow Greg to go first. So
3: Tyler hero for me, uh, he, he's been statistically good. So I'm, you know, I, I think that there's been moments I felt hard on him, but I'm going to go B. um, at just on the court B minus like, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood, but this is where it gets weird for me and it's my expectations. And I, I guess they're probably unrealistic because I'm going to give him the lowest C minus I can give him because I thought as he was given more throughout the season that he was going to embrace it. And uh, that some of the stuff that we, Uh, thought was going to come together in ways that we've seen past stars put things together. I thought maybe was what we were going to see as, as an ascension uh, with hero. And uh, I feel like, you know, going back to the bench um, definitely is not necessarily where I saw that going initially. So that's my expectations at work.
2: Man, that one, that one took me by surprise there, Leif. But um, for me, if I had to grade Tyler Hero. Just on what he's done on the floor, I'm going to also say B. I think he's been a very good player. And this transition to further into the conversation about expectations here, where I'm actually going to give him a higher score, I'm going to say B+. I think he's grown in pretty much the, the, the three-level scorer role that he didn't exactly have last This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your
0: day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat.
1: When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration and Grammarly can help. And with Tone Suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: Sure, where he was mostly a shooter coming off curls and going from there. And I think he, he whether as a starter or coming off the bench, he's added a lot to his game as. I- as a playmaker, he's taking more shots around the rim. He eat and has upped his percentage at the rim despite more shots. So I think he is growing as a player. And the only thing that's really not been so great is a three-point shooting. It's good enough, but I would like for him to up those attempts and uh, the percentage as well. It's, it's hovering around 35%. But other than that, I really see the growth in his game. And I know that he's got a lot more to offer. He hasn't exactly had you know everybody there with him, including the best player. So I'm going to say B and B-plus for Tyler Hero.
0: I'm going to go with a B for his play. Uh, Again, all the numbers are up. I mean, to me, that's a numbers thing to a large degree. But I'm going to say C-plus relative to expectations, and here's why. Their expectation was, like Greg said, that he would grab the starting role, and it didn't happen. And we can talk about circumstances, but I'm talking about what the Heat's expectation. They put him in that role from the start of the season, and they had to back away from it. They were not planning on starting Kendrick Nunn this year. And so I'm going to say C-plus. I do think – Now that the expectations are down a little with Tyler, that he can exceed expectations in the second half of the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does, but there have been fewer even though the numbers are better. And and I do think there's been growth in various areas of his game. There haven't been the flourishes that there were last year where he just sort of took over games that hasn't happened, particularly in the fourth quarter this year. So I'm going to go B and C plus. All right. Kendrick
2: Nunn, Alex. This is probably the toughest one for me. Kendrick Nunn had such a you know, a bad, I'm just going to say bad start to the season. And before he really kind of turned things around, I don't even know how long ago that was. Was that three weeks ago? Was it a month ago? I don't know. But at this point he's gotten the numbers back up, even, you know, despite the, the bad start and the production is good. He's back to being the starter that he was last season. And he's added stuff to his game, just like Tyler did. I think, um, Like he still has a lot. He has a long way to go as a playmaker, has a longer way to go as a defender, but he's grown in that aspect. And that's what you want to see. He came back from the the rut that he was in. He went through a lot with COVID and other issues and got better. And I think I I still, you know, I I lean uh, like my preference is the other two young guys that we're going to talk about over him, but still like he has shown growth and he's a good player. I'm going to give him a B minus for what he's done on the court And B-plus for expectations because, like, I want to take a grade, you know, for the bad start, but he, you know, he overcame it and he's better than he was last year.
3: Yeah, everything in life is relative, right? So, like, for me, he gets A-pluses in both places on the court and per my expectations because – He figured out parts of um, stuff that uh, I don't think anyone thought that he would figure out and kind of get back to playing at at the high level that he's been playing at recently. Um, It also has coincided with more Miami Heat victories, which is good. Um, so, uh, on the court, uh, I'm, I'm giving him an A plus and probably a lot of this has to do with that. It's just, I had zero expectations for Kendrick Nunn coming in. I was afraid that he would become a fringe rotation guy that barely played. Um, so per my expectations, a plus, and that's probably clouding the overall grades too.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, for play, I'm giving him a B. I mean, he's been a solid B player. I mean, there's been periods of time this year that he didn't play at all. And there's been periods of time that he's carried them when they needed him to carry them. So I'm going to give him a solid B there. But relative to expectations, I'm giving him an A because the reality is everybody wrote him off. And so I, I, I'm going to separate those two things a little bit more maybe than you did, Greg. But he's an A. I mean, we, we didn't think he'd be part of the rotation. And now, essentially, nope. you know, he, he's, he's a starter and he's a core figure for them that we're saying maybe they can't even trade this year. I know that's a dispute, but I'm going to say an A. All right, Duncan Robinson here. Um, Greg, you start this
3: time. Oh man, Duncan Robinson on the court. I'm going to say, uh, C plus no B minus B minus. And to my expectation C plus, and this just has to do with that. Um, I wanted to see the historic shooting continue because I think he has it in him to do that consistently. I really do. Um, and when you see the percentages come down, that's just, you know, it's never fun when you lose four percentage points on your three point percentage and your field goal percentage. And, you know, he, he hope you hope he figures some of that stuff out. So uh, that's where I'm at with Duncan.
2: Look, I'm really surprised. Cause I, people say that I, I can be the most negative one on the pod. And I feel like I've been the most positive one tonight. Cause I'm higher on Duncan again. I, I'm not going to – and I thought – again, I thought I was taking away grades, but you guys are doing it even more than me. Like, okay, I understand taking away the, you know, uh, something from Duncan because of the expectations. I think he the, the percentages went down even though the attempts are around the same. So because of that, I'm going to put him – my grade for him uh, relative to expectations is going to be a B-minus. Uh, I like some of the counters he's added, but it hasn't been enough. It's not consistent enough where he's really forcing teams to switch the defensive coverage on him. He's not getting a lot of open looks and he's still hitting a lot of contested ones. So as a result, I'm going to say B for the play. I I still think he is a really impactful player and uh, he's gotten better defensively, which is important to me. And, you know, maybe he went from almost downright unplayable defensively to average defensively or somewhere just right there, which is good enough for me. I'm, I, I like that he's reading the defenses and trying to counter going backdoor for layups, things like that. I want to see it more, though. So B minus for, uh, for expectations and B for on the court.
0: Um, I'm going to go with a B minus for play. Uh, you know, he has improved defensively, but he's there to be an elite, elite shooter on high volume. And he hasn't been that far off from it but he hasn't been what he's been last season. I'm going to say B minus. I'm going to say C plus relative to expectations. And maybe again, that's unfair. I, 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 because I I think we all expected him to take a little bit of a step back when teams started to overplay him, but you know, I I don't know the way he was being talked about at the end of the year, like he was the best shooter in the world. I want to see it more nights. And, you know, I, I feel like it may be in him in the second half of the season, but we haven't seen it consistently enough yet. So I don't think he's far off, but I'm going to say B minus overall, C plus for expectations. We're going to get to one rookie and two veterans here when we come back. But before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've got March Madness coming up here pretty soon. You want to be using mybookie.ag. It's mybookie.ag. The code is five. The code is five. So make sure. That you use that. Again, March is here. Madness has officially begun. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the MyBookie bracket contest for a chance at 10 grand in cash prizes, and it's only a buck to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My Bookie has you covered. Sign up today and mybookie.ag, use the promo code five to secure a deposit. And again, that's spelled out FIV to secure a deposit bonus up to one thousand bucks. Again, that's the code five to claim your first deposit bonus. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Of course, you can play the NBA stuff there as well. All right, let's get to the veteran. We're going to get to two veterans and one rookie, and then we'll just sort of handle everybody else. But let's do these quickly here. Andre Aguadala, let's go to him. Uh, Alex, you're
2: first. Oh, man, you teed me up here for my guy, Andre. You know, I'm a big fan. Uh, for a 37-year-old, my my, I think I'm going to give him you know, a B for expectations, just because like the fact that he's still good at what he's good at, as a 37-year-old, is kind of mind-blowing to me. Like he's not exactly just a shooter, like most guys who who play at this age are, and that's exactly what he's not. And so that's why I'm gonna give him on on the court, you know, a C plus. I think he's gonna he's gonna play better in the playoffs, but he's kind of uh, not giving it his all but he's still playing pretty well I think and has stepped up in times of need I I still think we need to need to see a little bit more but he's still their third defensive sorry third best defensive player and that's going to be really important in the playoffs and you know what they've been a top 10 defense for most of the season so I got to give Andre some credit there
3: I mean I'm going B on the court and uh, B plus to my expectations because I didn't expect that they were going to need Iggy this much this this much this early so you know that's kind of where I'm at with him
0: Yeah, I'm going to say, um, well, this is a tough one. I, I I think for play, I'm going to say a B minus he's really important to them down the stretch of games. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, but he'll also have some games where he's, he's a minus where he doesn't give you much of anything when they don't get to the end of the game, I'm going to say B minus, but I'm going to say relative to expectations B plus, I don't think they counted on him to play this much. I don't think he thought he was going to play this much. We certainly didn't think he was going to play this much. And he's part of their closing lineup and there's no way around that. And so I'm going to say B minus for play B plus for expectations. This is a difficult one, Greg, you go first,
3: Kelly Olenek. Oh, wow. Uh, Kelly Olenek. I'm going to say on the court, he's been a B and to my expectations has been a B this is a reoccurring theme with this team. um, And I think it just shows us that I, I just think we're all waiting for the, for the extended minutes of, of, Jimmy Goren and Bam to be back because there's so many B's and this is just another one of them. Alex.
2: See this one, I think I'm actually going to be more negative than you, than than you here, Leif. I think we know that he's still a good player. He still plays better with the starters and plays better next to Bam. And he he's important to them. He shouldn't be this important. And to me, he's not shooting well enough for my grade to be high enough for him on expectations. And, you know, I think, so I'm going to give him a B minus there and on the court, it's hard to say he's been more than a B minus two. Like I was going to try to get something different there, but he just hasn't shot well enough. I think he gives you other stuff, but if he's not shooting at a high clip, the other stuff to me just isn't enough. He's not a great rebounder, not a great defender. Like he's okay there. He knows where to be. He's not a, you know, he's not just a, a traffic cone out there, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to stick with that. I just don't think he's been good enough yet. I, I think there's a lot of potential for him to be a much better shooter in the rest of the season and in, in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have him at a C for his play. Uh, Again, I I go to the shooting. I mean, you know, look, we can talk about the other things he does and the Kelly keepers and everything, but we know he's not a plus defender. He's out there to be a stretch big and, you know, he's shooting 30%. So I understand there've been some circumstances, but they need him to be closer to 35. They need to not have the real down game, you know, just one real up game followed by three down games. Uh, C, in my view, may be a little bit generous. Uh, I'm going to go C-plus relative to expectations only because I'm going to bump it up a little because I don't think any of us expect him to play that much. Again, not them, uh, not the team. We talked about that the other day. Maybe, probably not him and certainly not us. Uh, Precious,
2: start, Alex. Ah, man, I was hoping you are going to go late there first. Like, for the grade on the court, I'm going to give him a B minus and for expectations, I'm going to say B plus just because uh, I think like, I didn't realize, I think the type of athlete that he is and the, the type of functional athlete that he is, like he uses it on the court, the motor that he has, like just stuff that you don't really know about players until you start to watch him every night. And, you know, I know I give him a lower court, I mean, a a lower grade for on the court, but that's because he still hasn't grown into the player he's going to be. I think I see the role for him and and clearly so does Spo. I think he can grow outside, you know, add some stuff to expand his game there outside of just the the, the pick and roll big, but he's already good at that. And for for me, like having that guy as your backup center and growing there, uh, playing off of Bam is really good. Two guys who can really uh, protect the pain and, and switch out to the perimeter. And he's not nearly as good as Bam yet, but I I like his game. So B minus on the court, B plus for expectations.
3: Yeah, on the court for me, he's been a B plus. And uh, against my expectations, honestly, um, he may be like one point away from getting an A. And that's because the vision. I, I see the vision with him and I see what they're, uh, uh, what they're working toward with this athletic mix of players that are in the BAM out archetype from a physical perspective. And I like where that's heading. So, um, and just the way that he would fit into that. So uh, long-term I'm loving it. So it's close to an A, but we're, we're kind of talking B pluses across the board for me.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say a B for his play, um, which I, I think, you know, there's been, Really good moments, bursts, um, that, that he's really helped them. I'm going to say an A- minus for expectations, though. I, I don't know that we necessarily thought he was going to play this big role. Remember, this is a guy who had no summer league. <laughs> he had no NCAA tournament. He played one year of college, okay? And he's thrust into a role. And I know he's gotten to play with a veteran guy like Dragic, but not all the time. And so there's been a bunch of random bench guys, two-way players out there with him, and he still performed pretty well most nights. So I'm going to say B for his play. A-minus for expectations. I'm going to run through these here real quick. just want to mention again our sponsors, Chase Signs and Graphics. Um, Also, I didn't get to them today, but bestever.com, bstev rcom We're going to have more on our YouTube channel about them. All right, I've got seven guys here, and I just want one name, okay? One name. (laughs) Which of these players has exceeded expectations, okay? (laughs) Because they're not a lot in here. Matt Struess, that's the guy. Bo Harkless, Avery Bradley, Udonis Haslam. He always exceeds expectations in terms of the way that he handles himself. Chris Silva, Myers Leonard, difficult day to get into this one. Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. That's our guy. It's it's Max Struess, right?
2: He's the only one. Yeah. I'm going to say Vincent. Okay. Look, it was hard to pick from one of them. I really wanted to just give both of them a shout out for stepping up in different times. I'm going to say Vincent's done done a little bit more consistently and is giving you a little bit more on the defensive end but both of them have stepped up in times of need when they weren't, which should not have been dependent on at all.
3: And all those other guys are getting hardcore D pluses from me.
2: <laughs> yeah. KD uh, grade for expectations. that's not,
3: uh,
2: not good. UD by
0: the Oh no, t-shirt. UD
3: gets an A plus forever. It's I mean, A- that's forever. Obvious.
0: Forever. Okay. Forever. That's UD always gets an A plus. All right. Court, thanks. Thank, get out of here. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back on Floors Yours tomorrow night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins